You are listening to The Three Intuitive Healers with Heather Nicholson, Angela Johnson, and Stephanie Gonzalez. Produced by The Three Intuitive Healers Show. Visit the3intuitivehealers.com for articles and podcast shows discussing our personal insights and sharing our experiences with you. It is our belief that every human is an intuitive and every human has the capacity to heal. We'll take you along with us on a journey of self-growth and healing so you too can open your mind, heart, and life to the healing magic within. Thank you for tuning in to the Three Intuitive Healers Podcast Show. I'm your host, Heather Nicholson. Angela Johnson. I'm Stephanie Gonzalez. I love when the universe is just, you know, your friend and it guides you. Love All right, Heather, go ahead. All right. Well, me. Um, yeah, well, because you kind of listeners. <laughs> no. Well, you know, I'm going through, I'm going through deep purge right now. So, and it's very interesting. So over the weekend after doing the Amajam, what did I do? Amajam group session. And it was, I I was prompted to immediately meditate around nine o'clock and then went there and was meditating. And after an hour and a half, I integrated more of myself, more of my spiritual body. And I realized that my body had changed and my spiritual body had changed. And I just felt more at peace, more at home. And it's like that deep sigh when you know, everything is all right. So, and then an hour right before this podcast, it was, you need to meditate immediately right now. And spirit's been helping me to purge energy out that has to do with my psychic senses. So things are changing a lot, but in a positive way, right? A super positive way. This is a good change for you. Yeah. 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 And when it, when you, you've mentioned changes in the past and for the most part, you're always uh, in alignment with it. You surrender to it. It seems rare that you resist it. So this is just par for the course. I, I get these uploads. These changes. There's still fear though. Oh, there's still fear. There's still fear. Like, what if I'm being tricked? What if mm-hmm. like, like when, when I started my meditation on Friday night, I got, I, what if, I was prompted. Don't be scared. And I was like, okay. And I, and I thought that was kind of weird. I'm like, oh, are you really my team? Like, mm, they don't really say that, but okay. I'm just going to go with it and see what happens. And then all of a sudden I started coming up, I would see my energetic form and floating in front of me. And then all of a sudden I would get this feeling of, oh no, it's team shenanigans and they're going to possess me or something. And I was like, where did that come from? Cause all of a sudden I started feeling, I was like, wait a minute, this isn't me. This is, how do I know what possession looks like? I've never been possessed in my life. So how would I know that? And I, and it dawned on me that it was past life. So it kept on coming up. So it would clear out that energy of feeling of like possession and whatnot. And then my energetic form would get closer to me and then more feelings would come up of the same. And then it would be cleared out. And, and, and so the one that happened an hour ago where I was uh, releasing a lot of energy was just, it's going to be really uncomfortable right now. And just, and I thought, oh, it's going to be painful because, you know, of course my mind's like, yeah, it's going to be another painful one. And I was like, mm, okay, you know, whatever, whatever's for our highest and best, let's just 
let's get it over with whatever's going to happen. And then I started feeling really uncomfortable, like uneasiness. And I was just like, oh, this is what you're talking about. It's more on a spiritual level. And it had to do with like psychic senses and just everything pouring out of my chest and being super uncomfortable. So, so there is fear there. I felt the fear and I said, I recognize the fear and, but I still went with it because in, at the heart of it, I know that the truth of me deep down to the core is never really going to let something happen to you. You know, it's, it's, it's going to be okay. Even if something was, it wasn't team shenanigans, there's always, you can always back out, back out of it. There's always a different direction to take in my, in my experience, when it has been, been energies, not of the light and they do wind up tricking you. I trust myself enough to I've gotten to this point where I've trust myself enough to know that I can get myself out of it. And I know that I can get myself out of it. It may not be that minute. It may not be that hour. It may take a few days, but it will work itself out. And it winds up being a teaching lesson of like, okay, I wind up over identifying like on this podcast, you know, there's times where I've where I've cried because I was just in so much pain and I was tired of stuff. And it was where I was over identifying with stuff. So now because of that lesson by over identifying with pain, I can do that now with a lot of stuff. And I'm saying, okay, where am I over identifying with this? Where am I identifying with this? And recently because of the work I've been doing, all I have to do now is say, I choose to release the energy of carelessness from me. And what I've learned from this is it's been, it's been, um, sometimes it's clearing out that level and layer that I'm at this, wherever I'm at in this journey on this path, it just clears out that area or it can clear out the whole entire thing. And grace kind of kisses you and says, okay, let's take this, the whole entire, this whole entire energy itself. So it's been, it's been, this is where I'm at in my process. <laughs> Never a dull moment. No, Heather. no. And it's like a deep dive. It's like, okay, being on my spiritual path and awakening within five years and being where I'm at in this, embo- in this level of embodiment. So yeah, it's, it's a quickening for sure. And it's, it's such a good, you know, I, I appreciate that you're always very honest with sharing your experiences. And I think that is so important to all of us and the listeners to realize everyone's journey looks completely different, different. right? Mm-hmm. Um, you could handle that journey. Maybe a lot of people could not, um, yeah. right? And I, probably me, I, 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 I wouldn't even partake in that. You know, I don't like yeah. people tell me what to do, let alone people I don't can't even see, you know, I don't need <laughs> any more pain. So you can see how we get our journeys, how we get our teachings right. and, and you're so comfortable with it, but yet you still, I appreciate you talk about, there's still the fear because you still, you know, who knows for sure there, you know, we don't know for sure. And the best you can do is continue to learn, continue mm-hmm. to trust and continue mm-hmm. to gain what you believe, you know, our insights. Mm-hmm. So that you better navigate mm-hmm. uh, your path. So I think that's that's really uh, really precious to tell us. And we have a, another version because Angela has some experiences herself, and it looks a little different. But again, it's, it's spiritual growth, self learning. Yeah. 
I'm I'm releasing a lot as well, except mine looks more like I've been dropped into the forest <laughs> with a pack of gum and told, have at it, kid. <laughs> and I'm just like, what? I did not comes. read the menu or the manual. I feel like I didn't study for this. Um, yeah, a lot of clearing out. Heather, I finally asked her to look at my fields the other day, and there's just a lot that a lot of attachments that I'm, I also sort of filter energy and process energy that isn't mine for, you know, the world or whatever. That's kind of what I do. And there are times where I slowly start to think it's mine and not realize it. And I have to sort of do these check-ins like, you know what, this doesn't feel right. I don't think I'm um, as in tuned with myself as I'm leading myself to believe. And so Heather looked at my fields and yeah, it's time for a major release. I don't want to get in. I know I sound vague. I, I just don't uh, want to get into too many details, but um, I am at this point where I can tap into Gaia. I can tap into source and everything else. I don't, I'm so discombobulated right now. The image that came to me when I was meditating and giving Heather permission to heal and giving source and Gaia permission to heal me was of a deep sea diver where when they get all, when they're in really murky waters, they can get discombobulated and not know which way is up. So they don't know, you might think you're swimming towards the surface and you're not. And so what they do is they take their mask and they blow the bubbles and then you follow the bubbles, right? You, you put your hand out and you feel if it's which way it's going. So that's kind of what I'm doing. It, it, it's like- You're feeling the bubbles. I'm feeling the bubbles because I can't really even call on my team except for Source and Gaia because I, I don't know who to trust right now. And so rather than panic or get impatient, it's just a matter of, it's kind of like being put into a dirty room and realize, okay, I got to clean this well just start bit by bit, you know, you just sort of just get it done. And that's kind of where I'm at the past few days. It's been all right, just get it done. And it's literally all day long. When I'm not talking to someone or in conversation, I can feel myself clearing out because for me, it's very visual. I don't feel it like Heather does, but it's all mental and, and images will be popping into my head and, and the way they'll attack her physically, they will... I guess for lack of a better word, attack me with mental images that are meant to destabilize me and frighten me. And uh, in the past it used to work and I would, you know, say all these mantras and chants and, and just in, internally until I could calm my energy down. And now I realize that's not me. That's, that's whatever the power and control that Heather talks about. That's how they kind of do their whammy on me. And so it is pretty cool because these old sort of things, these images and thoughts that used to be used to stop me in my tracks, they're not stopping me in my tracks anymore. And I can feel this sort of desperate energy trying harder and harder. And I'm able to just be, be and breathe through it and just take it step by step. You brought up something important, which is you don't even know what to trust and who's real, who's not. Yeah. And that's so important because I think many of us, when you've done work, 
there comes that time, right? When you question how much, whether it's in healing or whether it's about your guides or mm -hmm. if you're using Definitely. your intuitive work where you just start saying, am I making this up? Is this even real? Have I gone down a path maybe right. that, you know, is, is scary or, you know, that maybe it never existed, but that's so important when you do that, because that's when you shake everything up and then you reevaluate. And it, to me, it just, it's, it's so akin to thinking of, of your house when it becomes maybe just, you know, with too much, either you feel like people are destroying it or things, people I say, and I mean, internal, not external, uh, or crowding their stuff in, in your home. And if you're still trying to fight and resist everything and still trying to keep the integrity of your home, it feels like you're going to lose. And yeah. I always think of it as you walk away, you walk away and you rebuild, but you take what you, you know, what's important mm -hmm. and you leave all that crap behind. And it, to me, it's always, it's kind of exciting because I think for you, I see it's just, it's just a rebirth. Now it's an evaluation. You're breaking down the old paradigms, the old ideologies, the old beliefs, um, the things that you've been carrying that you don't need to carry. Right. And yeah. it's, it's a birthing process. And I think, you know, it hurts like hell sucks. It's not easy, yeah. but on the other side of it is, is creation. And, um, you know, that's where your empowerment comes, you know, yeah. and it'll come, you know, as you start shaking all that, but you can't, it's very hard to create, you can't, it's very hard to create when you're in the midst of, you know, what feels like suffering. And you shouldn't yeah. be creating from that. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. right, you, you're just, you're, you're just plagued, you're weighted down. So in that, I guess, surrender in that release, then comes the opportunity to have that, like you say, the clearing to be able to yeah. see that when the dust settles, what it is you want, what is real, your truths will still be there. Right? Exactly. Only, only you'll be able to see them for what they are. It's an expansion. You know, it it's, it's an expansion. An expansion. It's and so mm -hmm. it, it is exciting. And that's mm -hmm. kind of what, I mean, and then I've had versions of this before. So, right. Right. you know, it, it's not a scary thing. It's mm -hmm. kind of like, okay, this is where we're at. Okay. It reminded me, you know, when I used to get my period and I would have horrible, horrible cramps every month. This might be TMI. Sorry, guys who are listening. <laughs> but um, every month, right? So when I would feel that first tinge, oh, God. And, and even the doctors put me on meds to painkillers and it just wouldn't cut into it, right? So I just knew. Or if you've had a child, you know, and you're like, oh, God, you're, you're about to start the birthing process. Like, there's no getting out of it. There's no, like. It's like a little bell rings and I've lets changed, you know we're yeah, going through I've this. changed right? my right. mind and you can't. So you just breathe and you just get through the discomfort. And so that's kind of, okay, this is where I'm at again. Let's, we know how to do this. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, oh man, <laughs> it's annoying. I'll be honest. It's annoying as liberating and as fun as it is when you get to the other side, when you're sitting there and you don't even know who to, on your team to call and you're just yeah. like, and, and I could feel the energy um, trapped. I can feel it needing to release and I can't figure out how to, you know, but the thing to remember is you're always the most sovereign being in the room. You're always the most sovereign being in the room. So you're the sometimes creator I, God. You can get I, through it. Sometimes I have a problem with that though, because for me, that would be putting the cart before the horse. Cause when I say that, I'm like, okay, I'm the sovereign being, but I don't feel it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, all right, wait, I got to start. I got to take a step back. I, I know. And like, 
I could feel it like in my heart center somewhere. Logically, I know I'm the center of the being, but when you're getting that, you're your can kicked out of you, you know, it's just like, man, do you not feel that way? So, but uh, you know, what came to mind, Angela, when you're talking and I had like, bang, it was, you know how you say, um, I always talk about with my team, talking with my team. And then for you, you always say, I don't really know if I have a team or my team's there and I don't really talk to them. Could you be over identifying with not co-creating with your team? You know what I mean? Not, yeah, you. Over, what do you mean by over identifying? Over identifying that you have to do it alone. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, I told you that a few days ago. Like, whereas you, you used to rely on your team a lot to do everything. And I was like, no, it's like me walking in, needing an operation and being like, hand the scalpel, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, back out of the way. But there's oh, more. Yeah. But there's more, there's something there. I don't know. Take a look. There's something more to it. And that's probably why you're only asking Source and Gaia. I'll look into that. I, I right now, they're the ones that feel right. the most true. Right. Like then I usually go on to Yeshua. Yeah. That feels the most true. And because I've had connections to them since I was a child. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I'll look into that because um, I'll look into that. That is interesting because um, that is just how I sort of rebuild. It's like I know these two energies and entities. Then rebuild it that way because that's you know. yeah. Because so, that could be could putting the cart before the horse for you on that. You know what I mean? I'll look into that. You know what I think? Why we're just so fortunate, the three of us and anybody who's done the work is because I'm just so excited for you because. I know very well what it's like when you get the sight and I, I call it, it's a sight through your heart, right? When you're able to question your beliefs and question again, who's around you and question your thoughts and your mindset and, and everything around you, it is, it's just remarkable because when you do that, you're, you really validate what you really truly believe. You listen to the heart and your soul. It really, in that quietness, it tells you, it tells you which way is right. And for a lot of people who stay stuck in their beliefs, they, they never question them because they hold on to them so tight. And I'm not saying that's wrong by any means. That's fine for you. And I did that for many, many years, but there's so much freedom and there's so much expansion and there's so much discovery when you dare, when you dare to question you know, what has long been standing as, as your truths. And some of them will still be truth. And that's great. Yeah. And that's wonderful because they'll carry on. But some of them are going to just shatter. And behind that is something even greater. You're like, you know, your head and your heart, just like they can't believe. And I say that with such excitement because I had that over the weekend. Um, I just, you know, I'm not going to go into the whole story myself also, because it's kind of related to what we talked about last week, but I have my class tonight and I'm just so excited to tell these people I've been doing this, this studying this, this book with, because I got it. I mean, I got it. And I was just like tears flooding. I got it. I understood what I was looking for. Um, and it doesn't really, the subject really doesn't matter. It's for anyone who say is, you know, like uh, Heather or like Angela was saying, if you're looking for your guides, why don't they talk to me? And you're feeling alone, you know, and I believe me, I've felt that way many times, but I fully, fully understand. And I felt this along the way. I could 
never have the relationship Heather has or anyone that has um, conversation with their guides is because I, I, it would never, it would never feel true to me. There would never be enough validation to make that true. And I don't, would you I, want it? No, because I like, I want the validation. I, I can't, I can't, okay. Don't use the word. I can't, it doesn't feel right to me to live with the uncertainty and that's my personality. That's who I am. So, and I've said before how life, the universe and the divine talks to me. And this is why I got it the other day, another level of awareness. It's through people constantly people come into my lives and they are the divine. They are my spirit guides. They are love. They are, they are light. They are the miracles. And I had one again. And then, but it wasn't just the regular. I really, really understood the language. And I was just like, my head just exploded and my heart just exploded because I had sight. Like I just had sight and, um, Gosh, it's just so, you know, it's just so exciting when that happens. And it happens when I was stopped looking. See, so before when I was forcing, I want to see it a certain way. And it never came that way. When I just stopped looking for it that way, it came the way it always does. But I saw it differently because my heart was open to see it differently. So, you know, these important and, and it comes after frustration, you know, like Angela, when you're not feeling it's all out of balance and it's all murky and believe me, you, you have that before the site, you have to, yeah, right. Oh, you yeah. have to, and, and it's going to happen a million more times because it continues to happen. But every time it happens, it's, it's just so much deeper and so much the gratitude. I can't even tell you the gratitude I have. It's just, oh. it's just immense because then I get it. It's just like, that's my language with the divine. That is my language and it just feels so beautiful. So I'm so excited for you when you move through it and you will, that you're going to be singing this song of, oh my God, you know, and no one will ever relate to you like, like you do to yourself. It's fine. I I, I mean, no one will ever have my excitement. I don't, that doesn't matter. It was my experience, like Heather's experience, what she's getting this download and what your experiences have been. And that's what we all have to remember is, they don't have to be the same. They aren't the same. And nor, fine, you nor know? should they be the nor same. Nor should they be the same. And they're all just as important. And they're all about the path. And they're all about the divine. Yeah. And it's so exciting. It really, really is when we when we leave that. And another thing I was going to ask you, ladies, there was a little talk earlier about attachments. And I was wondering how you both feel about that when we talk about energy attachments to us. Do you think of it as like, you know how sharks, when they swim around, they have those little fish hanging oh, off the of them, right? They're always with them. <laughs> of course, Angela knows the name. They're always, <laughs> they're always with them, you know? And I wonder, do you think there's always something with us, either good, maybe neutral even, but sometimes it's too much. Sometimes it's for our, our good. How do, how do you see attachments? And we definitely have positive attachments as well. I mean, that's parents attached to their children, we're attached, you know, so there's good ones. Um, yeah, there are negative attachments. I mean, that's what I'm, I'm clearing out a big one right now. And I realized that instead of, you know, I'll say, okay, I cut the cord. I, I rescind the contract, whatever was agreed to consciously or, or subconsciously is, or unconsciously is now 
broken and, you know, from all, you know, blah, 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 blah. Right. Um, and I'll find myself repeating it, repeating it. And then, and I realized, okay, hold on. This isn't working. This is, this is. Doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right, but it's, it's my PTSD kicking in. And it's almost like I'm saying, okay, you know, I'm throwing the attachment off and then a minute later picking it up and putting it on me again so I can throw it off again, because that feeling of throwing it off is the only assurance I have that it's not there. But in order to have that feeling, I had to reattach it, you know? So I, when I realized what I was doing that, instead of saying, I cut the cord, I cut it, I release. So I'm letting go of my side because as the sovereign being in the room, if I say you can't attach to me, you can't attach to me. So, but I have to release it. And so I realized that's my weakness is I will keep replaying and replaying and replaying. So I've really been working on my end of it and being a good patient, you know, again, working with source and Gaia instead of bursting into the OR and needing an operation and trying to do it myself. I'm like, okay, I will be on the gurney. I'll be on the table. I'll let those that I've asked to help me help me, but I'll do my part by not reattaching, not not needing to see it's kind of like opening up the dressings to see how the wound is doing but every time you open up the dressings you reopen the wound it's like you just gotta you know have faith and I keep asking for a sign for when I'm healed so that I'll I'll know so that my doubting side because I know that I doubt too won't start to recreate the conditions that makes sense Mm -hmm. that was a really good explanation on your part about you Heather are they always floating around from, from my experience? <laughs> Have you looked at our fields? Jeez. So, yes, the answer is yes. <laughs> so for, for my experience with um, dark energies, power and control energies, attachments, um, also known as team shenanigans and also just trickster energy. Um, Yes. I mean, we all have attachments. We all have energies that are with us over multitude of lifetimes. And you wouldn't have these attachments if they weren't invited in known or unknown. Sometimes, you know, like recently I've been clearing out and my psychic abilities and learning that there have been past lifetimes where it was so horrendous for me that I, I was like, never again, will I ever, ever do that again? Nope. mm -mm. And so, because I felt so disempowered in that lifetime, it's allowed for energies to attach to areas where I don't want to do that anymore because I was so disempowered. So that allowed him to come in and, and catch uh, what, uh, um, right on my coattails, basically. So now that I'm consciously aware of everything, it starts getting cleared out and more and more the truth of who I am comes forward. So now with me realizing that all this is happening, I can't be the fully the full truth of who I am, unless I clear out the air, these energies. So, and also like Angela, I've, I help, I help clear energies off of Gaia. 
they, that's just part of what I do. I can't be in specifics about it because, because there's a level of um, responsibility that, you know, there's there that I have, that I have, that, that, that shouldn't be shared. Sometimes there's things that just don't need to be shared and just know that, you know, I also, I also clear the, the dense energies off of, of Gaia. So they don't like it. And, but I have this level of awareness and, and understanding and divine presence to where, what, what am I going with this? Um, that I know that they're there, that they, they really, for the most part, they'll get cleared away and that I, I, sorry, I have no idea where I'm going with this one. And like some things you didn't know. Nope, you don't need it. Yeah, yeah. That, that's where, that's where, this is where I can't find the words to describe it to people because it's just, there's, this is where the responsibility falls in and just, yeah, there's a level of, of responsibility that, because people will, people who hear stuff will try to go, oh, I can do that too. Not really. <laughs> and I, that's not because I'm power over power under. It's just, it is what it is. If so that makes sense. Going back to a little bit about what you mentioned <laughs> about having fear on certain things. Oh yeah. Is this a case? Lots of fear. Yeah. A lot of There's fear. There's a lot of fear, a lot of trauma. Because it's, is it on your own, like from your own beliefs for your old stories that the fear comes up? Is it fear that comes from these lifetimes? It, you know, it, it's yes to all of it. It's past life trauma, soul history, where I've lived through stuff where I have no inkling. I was like, where does that come from? Cause I don't even know what like possession looks like. I, how do I know what possession looks like? You know what I mean? Like, how would I know what that is? So there's that. And then also, you know, when you feel, when you over identify with pain and then team shenanigans picks on you with pain and, you know, you wind up feeling very traumatized by it at times. I, I did, um, Amu Jump's, uh, group, group weekend retreat with, um, trauma. I had to listen to that three times over each mm. it's three hours long. So in each weekend I had to listen to it to clear out all this energy, all this lifetimes of trauma and, and trauma and abuse. So and I even told her, I said, do you know how many times I've had to listen to your, <laughs> do you sleep every time or have you been able to listen and hear it? Mm, the first, the first few were, I would, I would, I kept on knocking out and going deep, but by the last one I was listening to it and just yeah. being like trying to be present, but also not realizing I'm like, what just happened? Where was I? Okay. So, yeah. so can we give maybe the listeners some tips? that might be helpful and how to assess if they're in a, in a situation where maybe there's some house cleaning or there's some assistance or some re reevaluating need to happen. Maybe do you guys, how do you recognize it? So that maybe people can see, Oh, okay. That's what I'm going through. I didn't even know. Hmm. Well, recognizing you need it. Um, that's, that's hard because it changes for you. Like it's not it always changes. physical. It could changing. be your mind, yeah. it could yeah. be your spirit. Okay. It but does your mood 
activate anything like you know what you what you mentioned angela when you were talking about when that first pain came during the time of the month you knew okay i know what's following i guess yeah. that's what i'm looking for yeah. is there something that maybe yeah. alerts you like wait i think i think we're, we're going to have some stuff going on here or does it always surprise it, you, it's you like, know, it I'm in it again. <laughs> yeah it changes it's like, and it, it like sometimes it might be uh an ongoing depression that's mm-hmm. like what's going this isn't the normal one. It might be uh, like recently when I thought, you know, I, I don't know that I can do tarot. Like what? Question. You know, and I couldn't <laughs> tap into my intuition. It's like, oh, something got something's on me because I'm very intuitive. I rock at the cards, you know. So if all of a sudden I'm thinking, I don't really think I have a gift for this. It's time to look. You know, so that's what the sign was this time. Um, not that we don't alter or change, but I couldn't tap into my gifts at all, except for like when I was doing the weekly reading, the tarot reading. I mean, if you knew how many takes it took just to say the introduction, like I meditated, I focused and I was like, my goal is to be of service. And just like, I barely got through it. And, but I could start to feel like, here we are. I'm tapped in. Got it. Okay. Here's the message they need here. And then once it was done, it was like, so I could tell something was going on. So long-winded way of saying that's how it happened this time. Once I'm in it, I think be willing to let go of everything is usually how it is for me. And with, if people at home listening to this carry the understanding that those who are truly your team who truly are here mm-hmm. of the light, they will not mind when you say, I need you mm-hmm. to go away. They are not going to be offended. They will be on standby until waiting to come back. Mm-hmm. It's the power and control or the dark energies, whatever you want to call it, that will throw the tantrum and feel, you know, I'll get images of people just devastated and, you know, just like you feel guilty, then you know you're on the right track because, you know, Yeshua is never going to chastise you or, make you feel bad. It, they, they know what you're trying to accomplish. So that gives me the confidence to say, okay, clear the room. We're going to build back again, one by one to get those around. And the minute, you know, this time when I was bringing in like Michael and I, I got that dicey feeling, I was like, okay. Yeah. Immediately when you get that yeah. feeling like, wait, something's not right. Or yeah. even if you, I, yeah. Totally. You try to justify it in any way you, or something. It's like, no, just the moment that I get the moment that for me, when, when I know it's not someone of my team, right. When I call my, when I call somebody in from my team and then I get a moment of doubt, I know immediately that that is not my, mm-hmm. someone from my team or it's not God, or it's not the divine mother. And I'm like, no, 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 no bye. And, and then, yeah, I just, I tell them to leave. So, but yeah. And sometimes they'll try to stick around. Oh, I left. No, that's adorable. That's adorable. (laughs) Closing your eyes doesn't mean you're hidden. And it's going to take a while. That's the thing though. It's taken me years, years. Where are we going on five years right now? So it's taken me that long until recently to really hone hone in and this is meditating morning and night and being constantly present and sometimes meditation doesn't work but you swing back around and you're okay and you do it over again and until it finally sticks it's just 
because of the commitment that you make to yourself, as long as that commitment's there and you make it, guess what? Spirit's going to show up for you too. Mm -hmm. So if you, you ask, you ask for something like, I know, like I went and I've got, what did I ask for? I asked for something and I was like, oh no, you know what that's going to equate to <laughs> like team and like not team shenanigans showing up, but the universe is going to smack you down with something. So then I was like, oh, look, there's fear. I'm like, oh, that's adorable. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're still going to do it. But I recognize that there's still fear there. There's still somewhere in my life where I had this this thought process where I identified with this. If I, if I ask for this, this is going to happen to me. So, you know, you're, that's where I learned that I over identify with something in this area. What are steps that you can take? Um, What are steps you can take? What are the steps do I take? Learning how to be just learning how just to be with yourself without anybody around you has been the most healing quickest way to myself and then um learning what disempowers you in the moment like oh i was disempowered there and just recognizing it for that and then letting it be you don't have to overanalyze it or anything just by recognizing it um that's what i do like if fear pops up i'll just say oh look there's fear and then i just let it be oh look i felt disempowered there yeah all right and just letting it be because I threw awareness on it and that's it. For me, it's throwing awareness on it. And if you feel like you're a babe left alone in the woods, just remember, you know, you can also focus on that spark, that divine spark in you. And all sometimes that's all I have and I'll, I'll see it as gold and I will just expand that glow to encompass me and kind of keep me safe until I can, I, I can see my team because they're always there. We just can't see them. Yeah. So that's another, that just popped into my mind to share. I think just like, you know, we can't know anyone better than they know themselves. No Mm -hmm. one can know us better than we know ourselves. Mm -hmm. And, but there's a, unfortunately people who don't have that dialogue with their internal self and will trust others to diagnose them. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm not talking medically like any kind of ailment. I'm just talking about what ails you um, maybe mentally, spiritually, you know, once you get to know yourself, you get to know when you're not yourself, like Angela was talking about. She she knows what feels right, what doesn't. We we get to know that familiar, what belongs there, what doesn't. And the fear, like Heather was talking about, becomes something you're aware of. It doesn't crush you. It doesn't hold you down anymore because you know, you know best what's for yourself if you trust yourself and you get to know your dialogue and you get to know who it is that that really exists inside there. Um, it's a beautiful thing, but it takes time and it takes, it you takes the investment yourself. to it. Oh, you can absolutely. ask yourself, what's my dialogue? How do I learn? And just kind of step back and see what plays out. And want to want, you know, love yourself and want to have fun with yourself and get to know yourself. Yeah. Have fun. <laughs> have fun. <laughs> Have fun with your dark night of the souls listeners. Um, No, yes, you should, you know, if you can't have fun, just know is too shall pass. Yeah. Uh, Take it, carry lightness with you as you seek the light, you You know, know, you know, when there is times when I have been so in the pit of despair, crying, I don't want to get out of bed. I ask hugs from, from, you can ask a hug from your higher self. 
whatever you call the truth of who you are, you can ask for a hug. I remember when I was first opening up to everything and I, I was, I was just so depressed all the time. And I would just sit on my, the edge of my bed and cry Mm -hmm. because I was just so deep down. I was just purging. That's, that's what is actually happening. I was just releasing a lot and purging. And I was just like, I need a hug. (laughs) And I didn't want to go to anybody. So I would, I, I remember asking Archangel Gabriel and who I thought it was Archangel Gabriel that came in. I was like, you feel feminine this time. And it just dawned on me recently that that was me. That was me on a higher energetic Mm -hmm. level that came in to give me a hug. So, you know what, ask yourself, your higher levels of consciousness will come in and give you a hug. They can give you a hug. If you need a hug, I ask hugs all the time. I'm asking, you know, the divine cosmic mother. I was like, Hey mom, can I have a hug today? You know, just, just whenever, or I'll, I'll go be the, the, your inner child. Sometimes I'll be the inner child and want to go climb on, you know, divine cosmic mother's lap and just be like, Hey, I want to chill out here for a second. Can I? Thanks. And that's what I do because I need a, I need a break. Seeking love. That's beautiful, Heather. Thank you so much listeners for tuning into the three intuitive healers podcast show. We hope you're able to find the healing magic within. Thank you for listening to us on the three intuitive healers podcast show. Remember when we open ourselves to healing, we positively affect our environment. This podcast represents the opinion of the three intuitive healers and their guests to the show. The content should not be taken as medical or psychological advice and is for informational and entertainment purposes only. Each person is unique, so please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions. Views and opinions expressed in this podcast are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we share is accurate, no guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made in this podcast.